Oh man, what is good? It's Monday. That's crazy. <laughs> Usually I'm like excited. I mean, like I'm excited to be on the show, but like I know I got to do stuff tomorrow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, just one of, it's one of those things. But before we get into it, man, welcome to the Takeover Lounge. Thank you for coming and joining this Monday with us, this Monday evening. Uh, you could be doing everything else, but you're here. So that's awesome. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Z Gibb. And then I got Daniela right here. You already know we have a special one for y'all. We have Shayna up in the lounge. You know what I'm saying? And it's gonna be a good one. So we got a, a little little highlight clip for her. So we're gonna roll that and check this out. that you were a big part of some of the most iconic local stuff out here. Thank you. <laughs> like, like what? Like you worked with uh, Safe's Kitchen. I was like, yo, that's my spot. I like that spot. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's right, man. That's, that's what's up. Yo, welcome. Thank you for joining us this Monday evening. Because Friday was all crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We had sorry about that. We had I feel so much like fun. Um, that was better to just watch that show. <laughs> definitely, definitely. It was an excuse to get out, you know what I'm saying? It was like, oh my gosh, we've been cooped up in the house in the crib for so long. It was okay. nice to actually see a live concert. So, you know, let's get into it. I'll have, I'll have Daniela go ahead and kick us off like she normally does. All right. So, Shayna, what made you get into digital media and design? And has it always been part of like your plan of life? Um, well, what got me started was I actually like a long, long time ago, I would just make like random little like videos on my MacBook, like on like, this is like back in like 2013 where everyone would 
um, record the videos on like the little photo booth on the MacBooks. Mm -hmm. And so I would just like write on Facebook, like, give me a topic, like just asking people to like, tell me what to talk about. And um, it would just be like random topics from like, what do I want to be when I grow up to like, what are my favorite outfits and like what's in my purse and stuff like that and like these videos are so old they're so amateur like um we'll never see the light of day but basically um (laughs) i uh when i went to pima community college for the journalism program i was the only one that knew how to use final cut pro because of the little videos that i would do (laughs) and so i started um I would be the main person to like train people how to, and I would like help people make their little videos for um, the newspaper website. And um, just from there, that's just where it all started. Just messing around on the MacBook, trying to be all funny and all cute. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. You have a little YouTube channel at that time? Uh, No. Like you're you're just, no, I would just like post it on Facebook, like poorly (laughs) edited, like nothing crazy. Nobody even saw it. You would just work on it and just like, yeah. No, I mean, like back then, like people would like, if we had like the funny reaction thing, I'm sure that's all it would be. Like, I literally did it to be funny and like, I was bored. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that's dope. So then it turned into like now your life. Yeah, basically. That's yeah, nuts. it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, if you weren't doing film or digital media, like what would you be doing? So, I would actually, if we're gonna be real, I would probably be in the Air Force right now. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so, um, when I went to high school, I was um, in the aviation magnet. And I was, you know, um, going to be a pilot. I was going to be a aircraft repair technician, all that badass stuff. And, like, I chickened out because, like, I didn't want to be in the Air Force. I was either going to be in the Air Force. I was going to be, like, a commercial pilot. And I I didn't get into the Air Force. I failed my drug test. And and, um, I was too scared to be a commercial pilot because it's like, oh, my God, Mm. like I um, I have like 100 people's lives in my hands. Like if I could kill these people. And so that that was, I think, of the extreme. So I (laughs) (laughs) and um, I mean, I probably wouldn't have been a pilot for too long just because like I don't have perfect vision. So. Okay. This was destined to be. <laughs> so, it's not, so it's not a myth, right? You had to have perfect vision to, to be yeah. a pilot? Oh, I wow. mean, wouldn't you want your pilot? Oh, no, no, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, you're right. No, no, yeah, not that yeah. yeah. I mean, not <laughs> that, but, uh, like, I would want to know my, uh, you know, every single pilot, like, what's your vision like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, you can't, can you wear contacts and stuff like that? Or is it like, you got to be normal? I'm sure, like... I have no idea. So anyway, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't want to be. If someone wants to correct me, they can correct me. Right, right. But um, I'm pretty sure as long as you like straight out the gate, have good vision, and then over time, they're just okay. like a little more forgiving. You know, there's like older pilots out there. I'm sure they don't have like 
perfect vision. Yeah, if they don't, I don't want to know. Just, yeah. <laughs> just get, yeah. just get uh, me. I don't want to be on that plane. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> do you like doing more photography, or do you enjoy doing videos more? Um, I actually just, I've always done it upon, I've always done photography upon like requests, but I don't like advertising that I do it just because I feel like I have a lot of friends that would just do so much more justice with that. So um, I just enjoy video more just because it's probably just from my journalism background that it's just like, I love storytelling and mm-hmm. It's really hard. They say like a photo is worth a thousand words and it's just, it has to be like a great photo can tell a story like standalone, but I am not that photographer. <laughs> I think I'm okay. But yeah. You gotta give some more credit than that. Come on now. You're being humble. You're being I'm humble. I'm happy right modest, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> She came on here like, yeah, I'm the baddest one that does all this. What you talking about? Y'all can't touch me. Try as a mouse. That's crazy. So, what was uh, Shana's first ever job like when you were little? Like, what did you like besides making videos? I mean, you were making videos yeah. young, but what were you doing outside oh. of high school, whatever? Man, my very first job was at Taco Bell. The Damn. one. Yeah, humble beginnings, right? Definitely. Um, It was the one actually on Speedway and Silver Bell, Mm. and um, that was I was eighteen years old. Yeah, I was like eighteen years old. Um, so lost, didn't know what I was doing. Going to school, like you know, whatever I major in, I'll major in it. I'm blown in the wind, and I still have my very first pay stub, like hanging somewhere. I made like. $123, $123, yeah, for motivation, because right. I I swear, my very first paycheck, like, my back was aching, my feet were hurting, and I, I probably, it felt like 80 hours that week, and I'm all like, mm. let's get this check, and it comes out to, like, $128, and I'm like, this is a scam, mm. like, <laughs> oh my god, but yeah, I definitely have that pay stub just for motivation, you know, that's, that's like my hourly now. That's some good motivation right there. That's your hourly. Yeah. That, that's a flex. Yo, that was a flex. I like that. Said, that's my hourly now. Slides it in there. So, y'all just letting y'all know. <laughs> that's what's up. So, in high school, what, what were you like? I mean, like, were you, like, more shy or were you out there? Like, what was that? Um, I was definitely very shy. I did cheer. Um okay. But I wasn't like the outgoing cheerleader. I was just very like I did cheer because I we didn't have a dance team, and I just enjoyed that. I enjoyed performing, and um, I didn't know anything about sports. I cheered for basketball and football, and I'm just like I'm calling out. <laughs> I don't know what they mean. I know I know the difference between like offense and defense, but other than that, it's just. Like, <laughs> Um, I was the one that would get like thrown in the air, like oh, pulling okay. up crazy moves. Oh, flyer. <laughs> yeah, she, and, she was out there. <laughs> yeah, I was out there. Um, so that was me. Um, yeah, very shy, very reserved. I'm just like, I'm gonna keep my head down. I just want to graduate. Like, 
And then how was it like in college? I mean, did you did you go to college? What was that like? Yeah, so um, I went to Pima first, and okay. that's where I started doing the journalism program. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I went for like general studies. Like, you know, I was still lost back then. Right. I was just like, whatever, I'll do whatever my, my mom and dad tell me to do. Right. And, um, <laughs> and then I got into the journalism program, and it was just... I loved the people that uh, was were a part of the newsroom and just, I loved, like, I was a shitty writer back then, but I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoyed just like doing research on something and like telling a story, putting something together. Like back then I was still working on my voice, but like, it's pretty strong now. But um, without that, like, um, that was a huge, like influence in me doing video was just being a part of the journalism program and yeah if I didn't do the journalism program I would have never gotten my job at Tucson Foodie yeah so um a lot of doors for you right yeah um yeah it helped being there just because um after working at Tucson Foodie I learned that that's how they got their writers is they would reach out to the U of A and the Mm -hmm. and Pima Community College find more writers and I was just like I saw that they were looking for food writers I was like man like it's really boring writing about people I'm gonna try writing about food and so I applied and like I was a shitty food writer I like finessed my way in that interview (laughs) and um I, I was like I definitely finessed I was just like I'm gonna he gave me my assignment and I was like, my aunt was the GM of that restaurant at that time. And I was like, I'm going to do a fucking video. I'm going to fucking blow them out of the water. And they were just mm-hmm. like, back then, um, this was like 2015. Like, okay. um, they, I started doing their very first videos. Susan Foodie didn't even know they needed videos. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is like pre like tasty wave. And like video was just bare- 2015. Like just. Okay. All right. Yeah. And so um, definitely like being a part of that journalism program definitely just like opened everything up for me. For sure. Um, That's actually how I met one of my really good friends. Shout out Casual. Um, He is, uh, if we never became friends, like he was the one that like introduced me to the whole like Tucson hip hop scene. Like oh, through true. casual, that's how I met Israel Rep TUC, that's how I met Marley, that's how I met Cash, that's how I met Rip. Like that definitely just opened it up for me, opened me up to like a whole new part of Tucson that mm-hmm. I had no idea exists. Yeah, and I found him because one assignment was like just look through all these old newspapers and like what story do you like? And then someone did a fucking story on casual. And I'm like, this guy sounds really cool. And like, I went stalker mode. Like I found this guy on Facebook and I was like, dude, I got to meet you. I love your work. Like let's work. And then it, it worked out. He's like my closest friends now. That's so dope. That's fire. Shout out out casual. Shout out her diner one time. Yes. And official. And official, shout out official so as well. Clothing. This is this is crazy. I didn't realize like 
how small Tucson is until like it's you start small. like you be like, oh wait, you do this and that. Oh wait, and you but this and oh okay. Like that's wild. So it's dope mm-hmm. hearing like Tushana's story about how she met Casual through the journalism program through Tucson Foodie. Like, like a domino what, effect. Right? That's <laughs> yeah. exactly what it is. That's some fire though. But what was like what made you go into journalism? I mean, what made you leave journal uh general ed and go into journalism? Uh, was like during a conversation or was it just like to be oh, honest, what? it was just like I was looking through like their courses and mm-hmm. like I needed one more class. <laughs> and it was like I already did Spanish. I already, like, I was not going to choose algebra. Like, I was, <laughs> I'm going to do journalism. Fuck it. And then it just changed my life. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Awesome. I just needed one more credit to fulfill, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's dope. It was God's plan. God's <laughs> plan for go. sure. It was God's plan. Um, Shayna, you're big on, like, manifestation and self-motivation and all that. What is your process? that works for you so what really helps me and I just started doing it this year just because like it's been a really tough year I know it's been a tough year for everyone Mm -hmm. but um I started writing uh I have a gratitude journal so it's just a journal dedicated to just writing down things that I'm grateful for um I got that from Jocelyn uh shout out Jocelyn um and another friend Ray Montana I don't know if you guys are familiar with him he does uh I don't know if he's active right now but he used to produce like a lot of music in Tucson but um he's how I met the game and how I work with the game but um basically just every day you wake up like even if you're in a shitty mood even if it's just like you're not feeling it that day or maybe you're having like a great morning woke up on like the right side of the bed and you write down everything you're grateful for and um it can be from like i'm grateful i'm alive you know like that's when i don't know what to write like that's the first thing on my list like i'm grateful i'm alive and i'm grateful for this i'm grateful for that and then um how that helped with my manifestation um, process was that I took it a step further and I started writing things that like, I, I would write things that I'm grateful for now, but then I would mm-hmm. say like things that I'm grateful for in the future. So um, yeah. So one thing that I say a lot when I don't know what's right is um, <laughs> I'm grateful for like the money and the clients and the projects that I'm a part of now and the money and the clients and the projects that are on the way. Right. And so oh, it's like, okay. yeah. And it's like the whole thing of like speaking things into existence and like manifesting. It's like mm-hmm. when you write it, when you see it, when you think it, like you just, you're on a different vibration, you're on a different frequency. And so you act different, you speak different and the universe like puts you in position with, the right people at the right time. And like with the whole, like my humble beginnings, like at the journalism program, like my frequency that I was putting out there was like, I'm hungry. I want to meet people. And like, you know, I want to learn new things. I've never done journalism before. I've never written anything like this before. And that's how I met casual. Cause I put it out there like that, you know? Exactly. Um, and a really important thing is like you have to just remember that like there's no wrong answers like mm. you can't 
just like if you're ever trying to manifest anything and if you're scared to make the wrong should I move or should I do this I take this job like there's no wrong answers it's all about like how you are you know dealing with whatever situation whatever environment that you're in whatever you know you manifested exactly <laughs> yeah that's that's good that was awesome. nice and in depth I like that yeah it, it takes a lot um when I first started doing my gratitude journal like at first, it felt weird because it's just like, man, I'm full of shit. Like, I was, <laughs> like it wasn't true yet. It wasn't true yet. Mm. But like, as the you know months or like the days, like weeks and months that go by of writing, like I was talking my shit. I was just like, yeah. I'm an asset. I'm grateful to be an asset in every project I'm involved in. I'm grateful that my opinion matters, and like, just and that one is it makes an entry like very frequently mm. because working in this industry where, you know, I'm a woman and sometimes my opinion doesn't mm-hmm. matter. So it's just, I would, I would talk that shit. Like my opinion yeah. does matter. I'm thankful that my opinion does matter. And I'm thankful that people ask me to mm. you know share what I think and my opinion and my voice. Definitely. And so, yeah, at first it was just like, man, I'm writing some bullshit. And then like, eventually <laughs> it's just, this is real life, you know? Yeah. Exactly. That's fire. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's awesome. I, I feel like some people get like, when you talk about manifestation, people are like, well, yeah, I'll just think about it and it'll come. Like, it'll come. Like, mm-hmm. and they'll do, they won't do anything to put themselves in positions. So I think that's also a good point to make that, yo, yeah. we, we, we out here grinding. Like, yeah. it's not, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking and manifesting and just sitting here hoping one day that something happens. It's, I'm working for that goal. I'm working for that thing that I manifested. So I like that. I like because you, you talk and you walk. You know what I'm saying? You, yes. you talk to your shit, but you be walking. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard not to notice because you dropped a big name right now. Who you just worked with? I mean, you worked with the game. Like oh, what? I'm all like nonchalant. <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah, I work with the game. Like yo, what you work yeah, with man. the game? <laughs> like what you I, talk to us about that? Yeah. Huh. Can you talk to us about that? Yeah. Um, no, I signed an NDA. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so that is actually like a really great example because like um, when we were asked to be a part of that project, it was basically um, so he started this NBA 2K league. Mm-hmm. Um, he The game is a huge gamer and that's why his name is the game. <laughs> um, we learned I didn't that. Know that. Like, he was this huge on games. And so he created his own league and I created the website and I ran that website for him. And um, yeah, and I was scared at first because, you know, going back to the whole thing in high school where I'm just like, I don't know anything about sports. Okay. (laughs) And so I was just like, they wanted to me, they wanted me to make like a trailer, like a graphic or something at first. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, I just, straight up said like I'm gonna be real I don't know anything about sports I don't know anything you're asking me to do and like you know just uh sports trailers they have like certain edits like it has like that adrenaline like that rush feel like right that makes you want to play the game and I'm just like I do food videos and I do (laughs) transitions and I was just like I don't feel confident in doing that they got someone 
who is amazing at it. But um, I was just, even with doing the website, I was, I had to like put, you know, these pages together. I had to learn how to like organize these teams. And I was just like, how many people are on a team? Like, oh my God, every team has a logo. (laughs) And just doing all these things. And it's just like, you know, you have to just rise above it. And it's just like, I don't know how to do this shit now, but now I do, you know, right. comes back or like when another league wants to do it, I was like, yeah, I, I have um, experience in that, but it was really scary at first. Oh yeah. I, I, bet. <laughs> I bet. And like, just to have the game, like be like kind of the, the boss of it all. You're like, I'm kind of scared of you. At just yeah. A oh my God. <laughs> I, he used to be my man crush in high school. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay, anyways. <laughs> no. That was good intel. I like that. Dreams do come true. No. <laughs> I met my MCM. What you talking about? So I want to know how how do you stay motivated? I mean, manifestation, but like when those days that you don't feel like writing down in your gratitude journal, or if you don't feel like uh, doing something, what what keeps you like motivated? Um, man, that's really hard. Just because, like, I feel like what keeps me motivated is I just. And I hate to take it to this level, but like, I just think of like, um, all my friends and mentors that like really expect me to like operate at a certain level. And, um, I just think about like, if I'm letting them down and my clients, like if they expect like their business depends on like the their website functioning or them pushing out this video to promote their products and it's like what I'm doing is dependent on other like other people are dependent on what I'm supposed mm. to do. Right. And um you know it's what motivates me is just thinking like it's just bigger than me. Mm. You know? Um another thing that like re- like if I'm really trying to like whoop my own ass and try to like <laughs> get into it um i think of like um my family they immigrated from the philippines and Mm. so like to take it there at that level i'm just like man like my family did not leave their country for me Mm. to sleep in till 2 p.m uh you Mm. know and (laughs) so or just like you know not to or just to have I don't know. You know what I mean? Just like to not meet a yeah. deadline. And then like that deadline is the domino effect of like so many other things. Definitely. You know, you definitely. Just, yeah. It's so much easier when you think of outside yourself. Mm. And it's almost as if it's like, uh, I try to think of myself as like, uh, I'm serving others. Like I'm serving my community. I'm serving other businesses. I'm serving small businesses. And it's just, it's a lot easier to think of it that way. Definitely. Where it's you're literally a platform, you're a vessel, and these people need you. So <laughs> Right. Yeah, more than ever now. I mean, in this in this day and age, I mean businesses need people like you to to make sure their business is all right and make sure they're str- they're thriving. So yeah. you're definitely so, a big help to the community. I try. I try my definitely. best. No. Am I allowed to drink one? 
Yeah, of course. It's, it's okay. a lounge. We're lounging. <laughs> uh, so what made you start the Lumpia Honey? Um, so the pandemic made me start the Lumpia Honey. Um, I just moved to San Diego in like March and that's right when everything shut down. And so all my clients, they, I learned that I don't have any pandemic proof clients. <laughs> so um, all my clients are just like, hey, we're, we, we're closed. We're just going to put it on pause. Um, when I moved, I, I had clients that were still on contract from last year. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I was just like, okay, cool. Uh, well, if y'all are chilling, I'll chill over here. Um, <laughs> and then same in San Diego, everything's closed. At that time, I didn't have a camera. Um, I was just in a situation where, like, I just, I didn't have anything except mm. for my MacBook. So, um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Because like writing me little like notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the note he wrote me. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I I lived with my grandma, <laughs> and um, I I was going through you know some things um. And it's just something about like being sad. We were just like, I'm gonna fucking cook something. Mm. And so my grandma, you know, um, she was just like, roll this lumpia. I was like, okay. Cause like that rolling the lumpia is like the most tedious part. It is the hardest part. And it's okay. just the shittiest part out of the entire process. So she, after she did all the fun stuff, she's like, roll <laughs> And so I'm just like, my fingers are like falling apart. They're all numb. I'm just rolling it. And then she was like, oh my God, Shayna, you're so good at this. And I was like, oh, stop. And then she's like, you should sell it. And then I was like, you know what? I should. Because it's like, I, I had nothing else going on. Um, I right. couldn't shoot videos. But I didn't have a camera. I was reaching out to people. I was just like, hey, do you need help editing? Do you need help editing? Yeah, like all I could do was edit at that time. No one needed help right. editing. And um, couldn't find a job anywhere because the pandemic closed everything. Fucking COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just like, I'm just going to sell Olympia. <laughs> so so uh, I had some family and I had like some friends that I had before moving. And then um, as soon as my clients uh, were, as soon as Arizona opened back up, my clients were like, we're ready to go. And so I, I go back to Arizona and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to sell some lumpia. And I had no, no, I didn't know because, <laughs> um, because Filipino food is just not like, um, I guess people are still like learning about it. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. I guess it's like a, upcoming trend um there's only been in the history that i know like three or four restaurants to have ever opened in tucson in like my entire time of living here i was raised here um and so 
I knew it was gonna be cool, but I had no idea like people would order it like crazy. And like people were all like, what is lumpia? And I want an order. And I'm like, that's tight. You don't know what it is. Like it's poisoning you, you know? Like Exactly. I had no idea what it was either. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, hey, like it looked appetizing. I think me working at Tucson Foodie, like I know how to make food look sexy. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what happens look at God, God. <laughs> right so before we continue we got uh, the cypher the woman cypher that you worked on so we're going to go ahead and roll that real quick okay oh my god that's BZ in the building Could be in hella modest. I'm really feeling myself, let's be honest. Ooh, it ain't tricking if you got it. Pick apart the truth of profit of goddess. Ooh, stash pockets for the chronic. Yeah, gas coming from a closet. Everybody wants a profit. Now we're never Arizona's the hottest. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up one time for the tuck. Like, yeah. Breaking this back on the track. Like, yeah, man, I did my time. I ain't never going back. And I'm on my grind. Gotta burn these tracks in me. OT, gotta earn these racks in me. With cheese, gotta kill these rats with a piece that be right on the slap like guns. Yeah. Drippin' so hard, yeah. I'll probably catch a wave Drippin' so hard, I'll probably catch a wave I am too real, you can check all the facts on me Speaking the checks, so they owe a couple backs uh. to me Speak on my name, but I know it'll get back to me Say they won't be for these hoes, they be back to me Peter Piper, want my piece of pie Pick opponents like a piece of pie Then I meditate like namaste Gotta practice patience for some peace of mind Walk like a talk, so I'm real smooth You haul flow, make a big move Busy is a busy bee, busy me the beat So you know I had to kill it too If you even get into the money, then bitch You get no respect we can't do business if you can't pass that we can pay credit check i got to see no sun bag and it's like i'm having sex when i'm getting to the money uh-huh. what the fuck honey you can't take nothing from me smoking on that mic except the shit ain't funny i've been walking now i'm running but there really is no finish line Fine. respect the journey collect my earnings productive and taking my time Fine. and you still behind blind to the fact that i'm gonna get it how i live it into the top yet one sec my check one two this only took a minute and i'm with it i ain't finished though no two chains but i got a silly flow tell me who you hit to see when you hit the dough you little function ain't shit Come on, show. Ho, I'm rolling in the dough, and bitch, I will never quit. Ain't hearing what you like. Kiss my ass and suck a dick. I'm too legit and fit for this, man. I got it in the bag. I show my ass that shows to show you what you'll never have. These rappers, they mad. They want to collab. Want me and your lab is going to cost you a bag. Because I'm trying to buy some lamp for my dad. They say I'm no good and they rank because I'm bad. It's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. That's true. Without a dope beat to step to. Step to. Without a microphone to rep to. Rep to. Without a pen to sign to check to. Never let them dis- Respect no, you, no. cause them not on your level. Nah. Your fingerprint is unique, so you gotta know you special. Let me get right here, let me fix my throne and sit right. Uh-huh. Gotta keep my crown on the gasoline, so you know this gotta be tipped right. Grab the piece of fight. I'm on my queen shit. Yeah. Matter of fact, on my king shit. Yeah. Mix the masculine uh-huh. with the feminine energy, that serene shit. Uh-huh. Like Ho said, this is a reminder. Hop yeah. up on that Google engine and you bound to find her. Resume getting wider. Yeah, yeah. They be like, I like her. Let your words speak for itself and then blessings get nicer. Wow. Ooh, 
like, video. Oh, that I, that's fine. Like, that's great. That was like so ahead of its time. Like a lot of people are trying to mimic that now. Like just the woman cipher and the way it was just like directed and produced is just crazy. Yeah. So how what was it like working with those those women and working in that space? That was my very first time meeting Trauma, SBZ, and I think Lizzie Page. I already was friends with Chazelle, legend, Tucson legend, fucking yeah, the yeah. Chazelle. Um, that was my first time meeting them. Uh, we, Sunny and I, we had just got done with one of my Tucson foodie shoots. It was for like Amy's Donuts or something. So we we're just like rushing over there. I don't know why I did like the running. We're driving. <laughs> and then we're all like, we're here. And um, it was just, I already knew it was going to be extra, but like, that's just who I am. I've accepted it. I'm extra because um, I later on realized like they just wanted a cipher, like just in a circle, you know, just like. <laughs> simple but I just really loved how the royal room is like the cool wallpaper where we had trauma mm-hmm. and then like just the cool stained glass and like the curtains all like the colors and it's just like yeah. it was fucking tight like I already had it in my head that like it would be so tight if like you know it's an all-woman cypher like these bitches are all bosses like they're they're gonna play a fucking card game they're gonna like we had a cigar we didn't have it then um in the video but like we had them we brought in this like poker table we brought like fake money like cards we got a lazy susan we put that camera on there so we could see the inside and like yeah we went all out i was extra um (laughs) and like they killed that shit. Definitely. Definitely. Everybody up in there killed it. Even y- yeah. like holy cow. Like yeah. like I said, people try to people are trying to, to get on that wave and it's like, yo, y'all, y'all, y'all mm-hmm. that track, man. We we started that wave, so that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I loved it too, just like an all woman cipher, and it's just like yeah. the energy of like boss bitches and like fuck, like that was a fun day. <laughs> so, let's go back, let's go back. <laughs> Yeah, rewind, rewind. Rewind. Yeah. That's so dope. That's awesome. So would you say your favorite food is to eat and to make? My favorite food, this is going to sound really lame, but this this is just like my comfort food. I love mac and cheese. (laughs) Um, Mac and cheese. To be honest, um, anything my dad makes, like he could make trash, honestly. <laughs> but just, like, I just have like a really special relationship with my dad, um, and he's a great cook. And just, um, so anything homemade, anything, any free food, that's always a plus. <laughs> like working at Tuesday Foodie, I got a lot of free food. I was eating good, okay? Right. <laughs> But um, definitely mac and cheese is, like, my comfort food. I love mac and cheese so much. Like, one of my Tucson foodie assignments was to write about, like, the places in Tucson to get mac and cheese. (laughs) But you're you're the mac and cheese connoisseur. I I am. the mac and cheese place, too. So where's, where's the best place to get mac and cheese from, then? Um, oh my God. So my favorites, my top was 
the hub okay. um, because they had the lobster okay. mac. I'm not sure if they have it anymore right now. Mm-hmm. And then um, also the Golf Country Club, all the way at Dove Mountain, like way wow. over there. That's, that's where, like, I, like I would have never known this existed if I didn't have to write about it. So right. like, yeah, but like pepper jack, they have like four cheeses, and like I'm very specific about my mac and cheese. Like I want the shell, not like the macaroni little like okay. thing. But uh, yeah, and I would say brush fire. Yeah, just because like it's more than just mac and cheese. Like they throw French fries in there, and like. Um, like chili and like fucking, they try to fuck you up. Like, <laughs> but yeah, anything so, my dad. What we, what we got? I love breakfast food. I love breakfast. Anything you I'm, eat at breakfast: waffles, bacon, eggs, all of that. <laughs> oh, I'm there. I'm there. I like breakfast too. I have breakfast for dinner, lunch, whenever. Exactly. Yeah, breakfast. Anytime of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, would you would you have you consider yourself a foodie like when you were younger? Like, were you no into, no not no all? not at all no I <laughs> I didn't consider myself a foodie until like halfway into working at Tucson Foodie. Okay. Um, just because like my like what I liked and my palate and like the places I enjoyed eating. Like I didn't really care to eat anywhere local. Um, mm. I didn't really care to like eat different foods and mm. uh, excuse me. And um, working at Tucson Foodie, like I was forced to not forced. I enjoyed it, but right. like <laughs> learning about all these restaurants and learning about all these chefs and like just how smart they are and like how innovative they are and like just how they're trying to like tinker with like the ingredients to like achieve like an, awesome like taste palette and taste profile in like one dish right. and so working in Tucson Foodie like definitely changed my perspective on food because um it's no longer about like just eating like mm-hmm. oh this tastes good mm-hmm. but it's more of like where did the ingredients come from and like you know how long has this local business been in business and just like you know what you know and like the training that the chef goes through and like what the chef thought of when they were thinking of this dish i i know like the average person doesn't think about these things but it's just yeah. like um i definitely appreciated the tucson food scene uh yeah the food scene way more like i made it my goal to like i love eating local and i love getting to know the chefs and i love like supporting like the um getting ingredients from like local farms and just learning like you know there's a lot of like um integrity that goes behind like where'd you get these ingredients and like where's all this money going to you know like there's a whole like story and like a whole like bigger picture than just like let me go to this restaurant sit down and eat and leave you know um yeah, uh, I was actually really, I was like the least foodiest foodie there working at Tucson Foodie. <laughs> and I was just like really self-conscious because like um, I didn't know what to say about food. I was like, it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> and like my coworkers, they're all like, my favorite thing about working at Tucson Foodie, other than like, you know, the obvious of eating food, right. um, I love that like, 
at lunch, we would all go out to lunch together or we would all go out to dinner together and we would share a meal Mm -hmm. and we would all just like take a taste of something and just say like, oh, this tastes like this. And like, oh, that that lime, you can taste that lime or like, oh, this tastes really earthy or like it's citrusy. And then like, I just loved hearing the way that they would talk about food. And I was just like, I never thought about this. Definitely. Like food has characteristics and I'm just like, it tastes great. You know, like like, the most I could say was like, I would order this again. (laughs) (laughs) That was the write up from Shana. It's good. Reorder. (laughs) (laughs) That's dope. Yeah, I I like that because I feel like now since I'm more into hip hop scene here in Tucson AZ, I can appreciate the art more. And like you're saying about food from AZ, you can appreciate the form of art that it is and everything that goes into it. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's like a like you said, it's a whole story behind food and that you don't realize that you missed. So that's dope. I like how you brought that up. That's sick. Yeah. <laughs> so who who would you say are some of your influences? Uh, like in general? Or yeah, like... just in general. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, so as far as, um, let's start with food. As far as food, yeah. I really love um, Eddie Huang of Huang's World. Do you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you guys ever watched yep. that? Yeah. I have. Really good. Um, Action Bronson, love him from Fuck That's Delicious. And like, I just really love the way that they talk about food mm-hmm. and how they always tie it in with like um, whatever city they're in. They tie it in with like the history of that community. Mm-hmm. And just like, fuck, like the way they talk about food is just like, you don't think about it that way. Where it's just right. like, mm-hmm. I forgot who went to a winery. I think it was Eddie Huang. And he went to a winery and it's just like, they're talking about like, caskets just like buried in the dark and it's just like this is how you wow. get Don on you know and just like the history of it all and like they make it really fun because it's on vice and like mm-hmm. the editors of that show like those are also my influences i don't know who they are they're geniuses they <laughs> tell the story they make history fun and that's Definitely. the thing like people just have short attention spans they want to watch something cool you know like yes. and sometimes food isn't always cool like right so them too for sure i just love how they talk about food um and they do a good job at like tying in like culture so they're very good at like um bringing that intersectionality in together um as far as like the art like artists that um inspire what i do mm-hmm. Um, she, there's this, um, New York based multidisciplinary artist. She does like murals and everything. Her name's, um, Diana Nunez. And she goes by like, it's Koval on Instagram. And like, she does murals for like, like some of her clients are like Cadillac, Nike, Puma, and like festivals, Coachella. And she, I love, like, she's really big on colors. She's really big on, like, just doing weird shit, weird shapes. And, like, I always, I had this period in my life where I'm, like, I'm just going to wear all black. Everything I own is going to be all black. And it's just, like, (laughs) and it's, like, the last year, this year and the last year, I really made an effort to, like, I want to put and incorporate more color into my life. And I felt like just that small change just really like 
opened up like another dimension in my mind where it's just like mm. I should edit this this way I should add this and like I should fuck around and do that right um yeah so her huge influence um who else I love let me see I think I wrote this down who else did that? <laughs> <laughs> that was so yeah, I was <laughs> yeah I know um let's see who else inspired oh um Ben um, ben, real versus world, or something. He's like uh, Beyonce and Jay Z's videographer. Oh, so okay. just yeah. So he, that motherfucker, can tell a story. Okay. <laughs> so he can tell a story. Just his shots, his framing, his composition. Just um, because you can have like the coolest edits, the coolest effects, but it's just like if there's no story, there's no correlation. You're not telling me anything. Like, what am I watching? And mm-hmm. just the fact that, like, his work is just so great that Beyonce and Jay-Z hired him. He won a Grammy for uh, Homecoming. That's dope. Well, wow. Beyonce won it, but. Oh, well, he, you was, know. he was part of the team. <laughs> yeah. Beyonce is another one of <laughs> my influences as far as uh, just operating at a level of excellence where, mm. like, have you guys watched Homecoming? Yes. Where she's just like, she prepared for eight months for a two-hour set at Coachella. And it's just like, that literally is just like, I got to step it up. (laughs) Right? I I literally tell myself, like, what would Beyonce do? Like, when I'm tired or, like, when I don't know what to do and, like, and I'm stuck, there's a creative block or, like, I'm dealing with a client. I'm like, what would Beyonce do? (laughs) And I... (laughs) As far as like a level of excellence, she's right. She's definitely one of my influences. That's dope. <laughs> now, what what would Jesus do? What would Beyonce do? Yeah, that's, 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 right. What would Beyonce do? That's a little. Uh, that's the uh, um. What's that word? That's not as a. Uh, I mean, he could do anything he wants. He's Jesus. Like He's right. I don't know what he would do. You know exactly. <laughs> but with B, we know we know what he would do. We have a good. We can take a guess. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> like I've seen what she would do. Yeah. Right. Uh, what would you say was your favorite video that you shot in Tucson? My favorite video. Oh, there's so many. Um, <laughs> there's so many. From I would. I well, I'm gonna just go like at the top of my head. My favorite one that I did for Tucson Foodie was um, it was for the Scorpion at Contiki. Mm-hmm. This is probably like the most stressful videos I had to do too. So this was my very first and very last debut <laughs> on Tucson Foodie, <laughs> where um, I was in front of the camera and I was like, oh my god, I'm so excited! And my assignment was to drink an entire scorpion on camera and mm. i did it okay <laughs> wow. yeah um but i did so the whole point of it of the whole assignment was just the scorpion drink itself is a very iconic like tiki bar drink and then yeah. mm-hmm. on has been here since like I don't know. It's been years since I did that video. But mm-hmm. it was just the whole focus of that assignment was just we need to highlight this historic, great, like hole in the wall tiki bar. Like right. there's not very many tiki bars in America. And here's 
a gem right here. Mm-hmm. And just to make it more interesting, I, I was like, I'm gonna drink this entire scorpion. Like by the time you're done watching this video, I would have drank this whole thing. And, wow. and like all my nights out prepared me for that one night, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was so fun because, um, you know, the whole storytelling thing where I'm just like, hey guys, it's Shana from Tucson Foodie. And then it's just like, I'm here at Contiki. And then I just shared like a brief history about it. Mm-hmm. And then you know, legally, I can't drink that drink by myself. So I had the general manager, I, I interviewed him. Right, and right. Asking, Yeah, and I was asking him questions about the tiki bar and like just the, the tone they want to set, the atmosphere and mm-hmm. like, you know, just what they try to do for all their customers and what makes them special. And so I definitely love, like it, it all stems back to like my journalism, you know, early beginnings where it's just like, I love, telling that story. I love interviewing people. And mm-hmm. um, uh, he, because he was working, he couldn't drink the drink. So mm-hmm. I drank it all myself <laughs> like a fucking champ. That was- <laughs> and, man, like that shoe, I love that video, but it was my last time being on camera because of how stressful it was. Mm-hmm. I literally conducting an interview i'm literally getting drunk on camera and <laughs> my coworker was helping me film because i'm the only videographer at tucson foodie and i had to do the framing for him and i was like all you need to do is just make sure it's still recording <laughs> if it's not, <laughs> keep going and then so i set up the camera i set up the audio i set up the lighting oh man and yeah and so i'm conducting an interview I'm drinking because it's just like, I don't know when the interview is going to, the interview is going to end when I say it ends. When right. I'm done. Yeah. And so, um, and then I'm doing the interview and I'm looking at the camera to make sure it's still recording. Right. Just, it was so, really cool. It was never really again. Cool. It came out great. <laughs> right. It was. You reposted that just a couple, like a couple months ago, right? I reposted every chance I get. <laughs> yeah, I saw. It. I watched it. I was like, okay. That is literally one of my favorite videos. I. <laughs> That's dope. That's I like. I, like, I didn't even know the story behind. It. That's sick. I didn't know you were. Yeah, man. Getting drunk while doing this interview, like, <laughs> and she rocked it. She killed it. And speaking yeah. of people, you work with people you worked with or your favorite shoots. I mean, you recently just worked with Sean Louis, right? With EG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's dope. Like, how did that oh, opportunity God. come around? He killed it. He killed it. Definitely. But, um, yeah, so EG's is doing this series where they're just doing, like, live performances. Mm-hmm. So um, last, the last one that we filmed was um, Rylan Out. They killed it. And then this mm-hmm. one was Sean Louis, and it's just Sean Louis always like comes oh, yeah. in. Like that mm-hmm. man is full of soul, okay? Like full of swag. Like it's just Definitely. so effortless. Like, he was just he was made to be on camera. He was made to be a musician. So I hope you heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I really shout <laughs> Sean Louis one time, man. He's killing it. So like are you partnered with EGs or was it just like kind of EGs like yo here? Yeah. No, so um, I'm working with um, 510 South, and that is a okay. marketing agency here. And, like, uh, that's one of their um, clients. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, you know what I mean? Um, right, that's right. I wrote in my gratitude journal is just 
I'm grateful for these clients that are just, you know, yeah, higher up. I'm grateful to be able to work on a different tier. And then lo and behold, months later, like it's really happening. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Like, I want to do something with EG. So I'm gonna, I'll put that in my gratitude journal for sure. I don't know what I'm going to do with EG. Write it down to tomorrow. I will. I will. I don't know what we're going to do, EG, but it's going to happen. Something's going to happen. You should do uh you should do like little uh didn't you do like a review on something? Oh yeah, I did I did a, a video taco awesome. review. Yeah, so like just review every month a new flavor. Just... Yeah. There she goes. Look at now. Look at, yeah. She was like, actually it's, now you owe me ten percent of whatever you get. <laughs> I have so many ideas that like I can't right. on because there's not enough hours in the day. <laughs> I agree. There's not enough hours in the day. Can we make that change? There's I don't know. <laughs> so what's what's next for Shayna? What what are you working on? I mean, you're out of San Diego. You're leaving soon, right? Back to San Diego. So what, what's new? What's gonna happen? What can we expect? Um. Well, what I'm doing right now. Um, as soon as I get back home, is I started um, I started my blog back up. So um, it all goes back to like my journalism, like origin, right. where I started a blog and like it was really boring back then. But now revamped, new and improved, Shana 2.0 blog. Um, I uh, have you guys watched um, Vogue 72 Questions? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I basically I have very few connections out there, and it's people that I've met through like from here, and like mm-hmm. friends from here, like events that were held here, and like I just on a whim, I was just like, "Hey, I would love to meet you. I can do a video for you." Um, that's the thing about networking is like you need to be able to offer something, or else you're literally just asking for favors. So right. I don't know if like anyone needed to hear that as a tip for their career is just you always, whenever you're networking, just always have something to offer. Right. Don't be the person favors. Um, but back to what I was going to say. Um, I basically wanted to start doing this video series where it is a, like a hybrid of Vogue 72 questions. Like I'm not going to ask 72 questions, but I am going to follow someone like just filming them, asking them questions, and like it's like a day in the life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, have you guys have you guys watched um, my chefs read bad reviews? Yes, yes. Yeah. So it's chefs reading their bad reviews. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what I really liked about that series was like whenever I would have like little things, like little graphics pop up here and there on the screen. And so that my project is going to be a hybrid of that. And like, I'm hoping, or like, I'm going to use this project to meet as many people as I can. I have like a long ass list and it goes from like this rapper that I just shot in LA. And then I had this chef at like this amazing restaurant in San Diego. And then I have like this friend who is killing it. She is a woman killing it in the cannabis industry. She's on my list. And then, like, one of San Diego's top barbers who's an educator and, like, an audio engineer, a producer, and then, like, a a, wow. a, video, a videographer, an animator, a photographer. Just, like, I want to meet all these people in these different industries, but they're all killing it. They're all at – they're all operating at a certain 
level in their industry. Mm-hmm. And exactly. people I just so happen to know. And like, this is, this exact thing is how I met everyone here. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> you're really cool. Let me help you. Let me shoot something for you. Let me write something up for you. And it's just, it goes back to the whole, like, if you think of it, if everything that you do is a service to mm. and operating for the gratitude, like you can't go wrong. Yeah. Like she's dropping gems, y'all. You gotta, yeah. gotta get the notepad or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm working on so far. Other than like trying to get uh get into like the restaurant scene over there. I'm really passionate about food. I'm really passionate about uh, women-owned businesses. I have like salons, med spas. Like I have a nail academy that I have a client over here. And it's just, I love working with restaurants, small businesses, women-owned businesses. And that's what I'm trying to focus on next in San Diego. That's that's so awesome. Yo, you're killing it. We're proud of you. You're really repping Tucson to its fullest. Like, holy cow. Hopefully when people <laughs> say where you're from, you say Tucson. And then oh, all the time. All the time. All I right. love you. Tucson's so special. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Yo, thank you for coming on the show, man. We appreciate it. Setting yes, our time out of your day at your Monday. It was awesome. Where can they follow you at, Shana? Uh, oh, my God. Uh, you can go <laughs> on my website, loverose.com. And you can find my Instagram, loverose underscore. You have to put the underscore because underscore. my cousin didn't put an underscore and he started sending memes to the wrong love rose. So <laughs> love rose underscore. And that's my Twitter too. Um, that is my cash app and my Venmo. Love rose. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, plug that. Plug that. <laughs> and then uh, I put a pause on it, but I have Lumpia Honey on Instagram and um, oh another Instagram that I have that I don't tell anyone about because it's just like a funny project I have on the side. It's iPhone eight and it's E Y E F O N E A T E and it's basically I put googly eyes on my food that I eat. <laughs> yeah so those are the places y'all can find me. Hopefully. That's dope. <laughs> yeah Y'all sure love the Shayna. Make sure you follow. Make mm-hmm. sure you're tapped into her blog and her googly eye food. You know what's up. <laughs> and make sure you follow us at The Lounge Takeover. You can follow me personally at ZGive, Z underscore underscore G-I-V. You can follow Daniela at... I almost forget mine. Uh, Daniela dot on <laughs> <laughs> And, yo, we have a special project. We worked with Manny Megs and Amazing that's dropping mm-hmm. real soon. Be on the lookout for that. It's a special just like tonight was special. I mean, it's Monday. I feel like I don't have anything to do tomorrow, but I have stuff to do tomorrow. But it's all good, you know? So we'll be back here 8 p.m. Friday. And you know what it is, man. Love y'all. We out. <laughs>